Welcome on back to Off the Back Fence, the sports podcast hosted by 230 Something. So you love yarning about sport. As always, I'm your host, Was. Alongside me is my co host, Coomsey, down in Melbourne. Coomsey, mate, big weekend. Not sports wise for you, however, you've been busy renoing the house. <laughs> yeah, been busy. So I only got to see KO Minis or Fox Sports News um, highlight reel this morning, but. Got some good little positive outlooks. Only real game I paid full attention was that disastrous effort on Friday night with my beloved yeah, Broncos. Yeah, I, I was feeling very, very down at the end of Friday. Sort of set my weekend up, however. We got past it. There was still plenty of football ahead. It was a fantastic week of... It's been 250 days. I know. We haven't had a win since July. However, we are positive about this weekend, hopefully. Mate, we should jump right into it. A lot to talk about over the round. Uh, first of all, our tipping, if anybody followed our tips over the weekend, please either take it with a grain of salt or just don't do it at all. <laughs> a little tip for the future just, is probably look at the yeah, weather. Yeah, that would be a big start for us, looking at the weather. We do obviously weren't aware of the monsoonal efforts of the weather down in Sydney over the weekend. But the overs carried on a few yeah, games. Yeah, very right. They They did carry. But even so, holy Jesus, we could not have anticipated how wrong we could have been on certain results. No. So I went 7 of 15 for my tips. You went 5 of 20. Just Both under a 50%. You just touching on 25. We've got a lot of work ahead of us, but... Yeah, I'll play it safe this week. Yeah. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about. We've got the NRL. We've got AFL was back. March Madness. There was a bit of NBA over the weekend too. Golden Slipper got abandoned due to the weather in Sydney, which was a fantastic call, obviously. But we will jump right into round two results. We start off on Thursday evening at Bank West. The Parramatta Eels defeating Melbourne 16-12. to uh, Parra did cover the six-point uh, gap and the under of 37 and five points wasn't remotely close to being touched. Very, very good game by the Parramatta Eels, I'll have to say. Um, it was due to the weather. Mm. Like, it, like, I could not get over the how bad the the drainage of Bank West is considering it's the premier site. It's all like big Sydney grounds. Like, Anzan Stadium still has the same problem. Like, you'd think there should be – aren't they all new stadiums really a sand-based turf? I, I don't know. It was Maybe it was just the amount of water that was coming in. They weren't obviously anticipating it to be like that. Um, however, yeah, it was a bit of a slog fest the first 20 before Mike Acevo crossed, then tries to the Storm. So the Storm had Uncle Remus get across just before halftime. So I think it was six all just at halftime. But yeah, it was an absolute slugfest going into the last 20 minutes for the para, but they got it done in the end. Mike Acevo scored an absolutely brilliant try at the very end. But yeah, they the Storm did have a tr- chance yeah. to... Um, even it up or to go ahead at the very end of the game. Unfortunately, Justin Mullins had a bit of a brain melt, decided to kick on play one, yeah. obviously turned over the ball. So, yeah, not much else happened. In the, like, it was a bit of a slower game to start the round off. I was expecting a lot more points, mm. but with the weather. My take from the game is that the Storm do need Harry Grant back because I don't think Brandon Smith is up the level of, to be an 80-minute hooker. I, yeah. Like, I think he's. I think Brent Smith's future role in the team is a lock. He's playing at lock or um, in the middle of the pack. I think role. with how Smithy handled it, with obviously Grant going to the Tigers last year and Brandon Smith 
coming off the bench playing that utility back rower lock ball player. That's yeah. what he's accustomed to. I don't know whether or not he was like. I think obviously during preseason he was training that way too with Grant back in the squad. So there was a lot of comments after the game about his fitness and whatnot. I honestly reckon he was blowing because he's not. He wasn't ready for this level. He's not used. Yeah, but. He gives it a hundred percent. Like you can't knock the bloke for his effort. He's always there. Nah. He's always showing up. Like, he- yeah, we don't we don't know how what it is like to be a ninety minute, uh, eighty minute hooker in the NRL. But yeah, hopefully, like the storm. Hopefully, maybe might get Grant back a week early. But it looks like he's still not two weeks. Which away I think with it. an MCL strain too, I think it would be wise to make sure that he would be, he'd be probably one of the most important players in that squad going forward. So you got to look after them anyway. Yeah. But yeah, wasn't expecting the Parrot to blow come out like they did. Um, also, after the effort they put in against the Broncos in the first half last week, obviously they came back with a head full of steam and beat us. But credit to them, obviously they've knocked over the reigning premiers. Uh, the Storm go one and one. Parrot is one and one or oh, two and zero. Oh. They're atop now at the moment. We. Storm move on to Penrith on Thursday night in grand final, which uh, should be rematch. an absolute cracker. We'll touch on that probably on the Wednesday show. Ah, uh, what else? No, that wasn't too much else. It was like a very slow game. Like no. not not what you expected out of your big guns. I think Pappenhausen, hey, he copped a few knocks. He was getting called for diving, I think, and we don't know. Yeah. He could have copped a knee. It is what it is. We move on to the early game on Friday. Uh, the New Zealand Central Coast Warriors uh, defeated by the Newcastle Knights, sixteen points to twenty. This was a f- this was my game of really? the round. Yeah, this was a very entertaining game to watch. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. Like the Knights covered the one and a half, which was good for me. The under came off. They scored 36, so it was just a touch under the under of 38 and a half points. So that was good for under betters. Yeah, no, very, yeah, very it entertaining. Just, it was very entertaining. And the Warriors are a good team. And the Knights, surprisingly, without the big stars, are still yeah, very Mitch Barnett kicking sideline conversions is peak big man, big man season. Holy shit, it's so good. Um, obviously, the Knights have got Ponga to come back in a couple of rounds. The Warriors, though, very, very good. Um, yeah, to hang with them, obviously. The, the lead went back and forth, so it was, very, it was such a good game to watch. I think I only caught the second half of it, which was when all the action essentially happened. But yeah, I'm feeling a little at the moment. I'm a little bit feeling a bit silly on my Warriors to take the spoon straight away. I think we read a little bit too much into obviously the Roger Tavashashek going to the Blues next year. Yeah, not getting a home game for the rest of the season, everything like that. So, um, Brad Ben Best is just unbelievable. Also, he yeah. he's he. I think he could play Origin this year for the he, way If he, he goes. stays healthy, Fittler would be stupid. And that's not to say Brad, Brad Fittler is stupid, but he would be stupid not to pick him. Like, that, they interviewed Heimel Hunt afterwards. He's like, it, it is the best job in the world being outside of him because he just does all the work. All I have to do is just catch a ball and put it down. That's all I've got to do, which, yeah. which is fantastic. And New South Wales don't pick Red. Renown, like they don't pick out our centers no. at the moment. They've been, they've been picking fullbacks to fill a stop gap, but I think I think it'd be yeah. it'd be the same for Zach Lomax for the Dragons too. Like on his days, Lomax is a fantastic center, even though he's getting paid fullback money. Yeah, like if you had them at their peak of the game, they'd be 
stupid not to pick best and Lomax into the centers for the New South Wales. Obviously, we've got a couple of months before Origin squads are picked, so we won't go that far deep into it. Uh, but yeah, good win by the Knights. Um, they're tracking very well also. But yeah, we'll skip the Friday night game that we'll talk about a little bit later because we've got a bit of news afterwards due to a Q Cup match that happened today on Sunday. Move to the early game on Saturday afternoon. Canterbury Bankstown were defeated by the Penrith Panthers 28 to zip. Panthers haven't been scored against in three three home and away games. Unbelievable. Like... Oh, it's just ridiculous. Like the the Panthers covered sixteen and a half points, unbelievably. Like I honestly, giving a team in the NRL sixteen and a half points start, you'd think they'd actually get close enough or stick with them, but no. Bulldogs weren't that well. What did you say today to me? You reckon the Bulldogs are good? I think the Bulldogs aren't as bad at as advertised. I think they're going to be. From what I've seen in the last two rounds, the games of the Bulldogs, they've put up a better fight than. Um, like they've stuck in games. Like they haven't had an easy draw. They had who they have in round one. Then the night, the knights. Um, knights. Like they, we've seen the knights. They put. They played a very good game against a very good. Um, uh, yeah, Titans game before. But so yeah, um, I don't think that. I think the this weekend's game against the Bulldogs is uh, against the bull for the Bulldogs against the Broncos is an interesting one because. This really could make or, this will make or break one team season yeah. here. Like, it could be a good step in stone off. Step yeah. Off. Yeah. Well, it, it's a long way to the bottom. Obviously, if round three is the like the turning point of a season to go all the way to the bottom. Yeah. Obviously, there's other teams that are struggling, and we'll touch on them a bit later on. But I just don't think I don't think the Bulldogs have the pack. Like they've got great players, but they just don't have the pack to hang with big teams. Oh, they're waiting for the English insult. I think once that English import comes Luke back... Luke Bateman. Oh, no, not Luke gonna, Bateman. Luke Thompson. Yeah, Luke Thompson. Know, um, Thompson. Yeah, once they get him back, um, I think he'll become a leader of that pack and you'll start seeing him go a bit better. Well, I'm still, I'm still on them to go a bit lower. I reckon after what I've seen the last two weeks, obviously they, they, put, up, they put points together against the Knights, but... Just nothing against Penrith. Like, Penrith are fantastic. Villarme Kikau was just... He was on fire. Um, uh, Wittani Zelezniak getting Sinbin for actually knocking somewhat of Nathan Cleary under, under the chin. That massive chin actually got through to his brain. Like, that was um, unbelievable. What happened with um, Jerome Luai and Kyle Flanagan? I don't know. I think there was a bit of push and shove. I think Flanagan got in his face. People called it an Eskimo kiss. It could have been classed as a headbutt. Who knows? I... Like even like you talk about Nathan Cleary's chin, but Kyle Flanagan's got a fucking big head. Like you can't miss it. Yeah. And I just don't, I I don't understand the fanfare about him. Obviously, he had issues at the Chooks going into a system where it was ready to made to be a successful halfback. As you just don't know with how that is. They've bought up. They've obviously got Corey Allen. I think Corey Allen had a pretty good game yesterday, considering. But yeah, the the Panthers rolled. They just put points on at ease. Like Villamar may kick out like two tries. You're not stopping the bloke. So, nah, he's very like a great um, mm. edge runner. We then move on to the middle game on Saturday. Manly Warringah Seagulls defeated by the South Sydney Rabbitohs 26-12. Uh, Rabbits covered the 10.5 points start with an under of 41.5 points hit. 38 points. 
Very, very close to going the over, which was good considering the conditions, again, in Sydney. Lotto Land actually held up. I was quite surprised. Held up better than Yeah, which is very surprising. I didn't actually realize that uh, Brookvale was getting um, redeveloped. Yeah, it's going to get redeveloped. Um, I think the the Penn family is that who owns Manly. They, I think they've got some government funding and everything. But this was the game South Sydney, like Benji Marshall yet again stood up off the bench when he came on, um, got huge raps from Wayne Bennett in the press conference. Like, that, like South, that was a good game for South. They've grounded out a tough win. Manly stuck with them for a long time. One of my little highlights was a little Barney with one minute ago where um, Jaden Silver decided to throw down. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a big fan of the shithousery in the league, especially when a referee gives a sin bin to a player with a minute to go on the clock. Like that's, oh, actually, it was less than that. It was a second. It was second on the clock, not a minute. It was one second. Jaden Silver getting sin bin for. <laughs> An absolute, uh, it was stupid. Like the, me- the melee was stupid. It all, it all originated from Ruben Garrick making a knock on. Gay guy getting in his face, giving a bit of a chirp, a bit of a push and shove. And then the next play, Manly just came into Dane Gay guy and that's where it all erupted. But yeah, but it was um performance of two halves for Latrell Mitchell from the highlights I saw. Like, had some blo- had some real blooper moments, but then like his class is stood yeah. up again. Damien Cook had a great game. Scheming from Dunning Half. Like like you look at the team sheet for the scorers for the Rabbitohs and it's like all the big ones there you had. Oh, actually, it's the spine spine quaddy. You had Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, Mitchell and Damian Cook all scoring with obviously the tri-scoring genius that is Alex Johnson getting the last. Like that's what you want. That's what you want your big players to step up. Adam Reynolds only kicked one goal. Latrell kicked two. Latrell got a sin bin, but I don't know how much of that was as bad as a. I think that, I think someone shot D- uh, DCE from the crowd. The not the famous Brookvale sniper got him. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So the like the Rabbitohs were good. Oh, Joy Arrow had a yeah, great game. Yeah, but that that, that oh, that's expected good. to be honest. Joy Arrow's that's off the bench as well. Yeah, it's. I find it very hard that he's still not being able to f- crack the starting side. Which I but with the pack that um, South Sydney have. It's very, very understandable, mm. and it's fantastic to have off the bench. Um, shout out to Mitchell at the end of the game too. Obviously, there has been a bit of wet weather and some flood incidents happening across New South Wales. Giving a bit of a shout out to his home town, Atari, and all those surrounding communities. Um, very heartbreaking. A lot of the footage you're seeing. Obviously, the biggest one is a house floating away. I don't know if you've seen that. It's like a, a full no, house just going down a stream. I've on- I've seen parts like Byron Bay being from the inundation, but yeah, I haven't seen anything of that yet. I haven't really watched the news. No, neither, but like you can't miss it at the moment. Um, Thoughts do go out to all those communities, especially from someone that's been a part of a flood affected community a long, long time ago. It is tough. So I think Penrith actually, I just checked before, Penrith have actually been ordered to evacuate. So even at the foot of the mountains, they're looking at uh, trouble. So. Also, last to- last thing before we move on to the main event on Saturday evening, some lucky bastard put $1,000 on a four-leg same-game multi for any-time try scorers. Guess who the try scorers were? Cook, Johnston, Mitchell, and Cody Walker. $102 it was paying, $1,000 on it. $102,000. 
Oh, congratulations oh. to that punter. Good luck if sport bets actually pays that out. We- <laughs> yeah, I, sports bets. I've heard sports bets are renowned for fucking regret um, not paying full well, bets out. Because they have it in their fine print, they only pay out a maximum of hundred. I have no idea. I don't. I haven't won enough money from them to know. So, good luck to them. I just had my usual thing of falling one leg short yeah, all weekend. It tends to be the way that in the last couple of weeks, anyway. Broncos and um, North. North- and speaking really of the hurt. Cowboys, we'll move on to the Saturday night game. Uh, North Queensland Cowboys have been defeated by the St. George Illawarra Dragons, 18 points to 25. Dragons cover the five and a half as they were underdogs. The under was 43 and a half points. Points scored was 43, so an absolute bad beat if you had the over. I picked this as my game of the round, actually. I, it was a great game. We're talking off mic before. You think that the Cowboys are a game away from a full performance? I'm somewhat in agreement. I still, I still, yeah, I still think Cohen Hess shouldn't be in the starting side. Yeah, Darren Lockyer really put up a um, rocket up his ass today. The thing saying that he need, and I think there's some truth in it that Cohen Hess needs to have a steady playmaker because he hasn't had that since 2007. Yeah. I think he's still living in the hype. I think he's still living it. in the hype of being that Queensland Origin player with big raps. But that was when he was coming off the bench for the Cowboys, and that was in the season where Thurston went like went down. Morgan led the side around. Yeah, up. and he's sort of stepped up in that way. So I th- I still think he lives in that hype. He's just he's just woeful. It's it's hard to say because like he has a he had a lot of potential. But we should actually talk about the victors, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Like they, Ben Hunt, probably his best game in a red V jersey ever. Like he was in everything. McCulloch was good from dummy half. Like it was just a great, like great team effort. The forwards, all the forwards for St. George were on top of everything. Like Josh Kerr was fantastic. Um, uh, even Lowry, I think he made a couple of mistakes, but other than that, he was rock solid most of the night. Tarek Sims, as always, is just in everything. But yeah, it was back and forth. It was really, really good. So it's it's hard to mix. But one thing that we did talk about, I think there has to be a shuffle in the spine, don't you think? Yeah, I think um, Drinkwater needs to go to six. You need to let Valentine Holmes roam. We saw what happened when he started going looking for the ball. He was that was Valentine Holmes of um, 2017 when he started going. Looking that try for the ball. he scored in the 47th. He like he was in the middle of the field. It was the best. Like he mm. got the ball back. Like the fifth tackle option that where he scored off it, it was a dumb play by the forward. Lucky he got the offload away, and he just put a kick through to himself and just regathered. Like that's that's the kind of player he can be. He can just create stuff out of nothing. And that's when he's in the middle of the field, and that's when he's supporting too. You can't do that on the wing most times. If you go looking for the ball, you leave yourself exposed. I don't know. It's it's a very big. It's a it's a bit of a mystery one for Todd Payton to try and figure out, I think. Like, obviously, yeah. Valentine Holmes is there to play fullback. He's on the wing currently, which Payton feels that's his best position. I always said he is one of the world's best wingers, but that's only when... But then he shows out those performances. But that's also when he's playing wing when the fullback's either Billy Slater or someone else, like someone of a higher yeah. caliber. Like, yeah. when he plays fullback, he's very, like, rocks and diamonds. Like he can be either showing up, he could be having an absolute monster of a game. You just don't know. 
But when he finds form, it's easy to like extend uh, run yeah. of form then, which which you want too. I don't know. I think I think you're. I'm in the right. I'm in the right thinking with you. I think maybe a reshuffle next week might do the Cowboys a bit of good. Jake Clifford, I don't think is the answer, which is true because I think he's on the way out. So why not actually push forward? Because Drinkwell is going to be there for a little bit. I think he's got an extra year. Morgan's obviously your your, your playmaker. Mm. Um, and then Val's there. Essien Masters did bomb a try, he did. though. Also, Essien Masters when, doesn't look like he's had a feed in a long time either. He's very thin. Yeah. When that knockdown he got from Kyle Felt, I don't know why he decided to try to run outside of him. All he had to do was step. Yeah. If he stepped off his right foot, yeah. he was in. Also, I'd like to highlight two tackles, both on the same player, both by the same player. Kyle Felt had put on two textbook tackles. The first one got put on report. The second one, did he on report the first one he did. The second one he didn't. Exactly the same. So he's going. Oh, I have no idea what's going to happen with that. I liked it. Like Bird got up. Jack Bird got absolutely crunched. The second time he got crunched by Felt, he got up and he was he was like congratulating him on such a good hit. It was just, uh, yeah, like and, and Bird, I think Bird's one of those old school kind of players too. Even yeah. though he's so bloody young, he still has that mentality. He's like, oh yeah, that was a fantastic hit. Like I'll cop that. No dramas at all. But yeah, positive signs for the Cowboys. I think I think they'll be a bit of a handful this year. They they got a lot of upside too, so I think just a little bit of a rejig in the squad and they'll be they'll starting to get a few wins, which is really good. We move on to the Sunday slate. West Tigers been defeated by the Sydney City Chooks. 40 points to 6. Uh Chooks covered the 10 and a half spread with the over of 42 and a half points being hit. West were terrible. Right. <laughs> West were fucking no, awful. I, that, that, that tweet you told me about fucking hilarious. That's a, if you ever wanted to put a kiss of death on your team, that's just yeah. I don't know. Like you're putting the mocker on your team. Like this, I think this tweet was like midweek or at the start of the round, but it's saying James Tedesco has never scored against West Tigers, and what does he do? Score in the first five minutes, like. Uh, there's, you don't. I don't like. I, really, I, I, I. It also comes down to effort too. Like J- Joey Leilua, love him, but God damn, he needs to get dropped quickly. His attitude at the moment is just woeful. He's he's making too many major mistakes. Moses Embi, like there was a try today. I think it was Fletcher Baker. He was on debut. Lindsay Collins actually got through the line. It was a missed tackle from James Townell, but Moses just looked at it and didn't even attempt to make a tackle. Like, he made a busy... Mate, I wouldn't go near Lindsay Collins. Though. That man's a soft Go around the bat. legs! Did you see the look he had? <sighs> Mate, did you see the look that man... Oh, actually, I wouldn't tackle him in a maroon jersey because he looked like a fucking... So- he looked like a psychopath. Yeah, no, well, that's what he is. He is a psychopath. He's red-headed. That's what, ha- that's what we do. But... That'll hide in the library. Yeah. <laughs> Son, <laughs> shut up! But yeah, like you're going to put the mocker on the like the fan base straight away when they're saying, "Yeah, Tedesco hasn't ever scored against West." So what do you do? He scored two against them today. Brett Morris, uh, first player in history, actually scored a hat trick. So he's the first player in history to go back to back with hat tricks in the opening rounds of a season. Uh, Semi Red Rider did it, but he did not do it in the first two rounds. So uh, very good. 
not not many positives. Like Jacob Little's try was really good, but then that, that's basically where it went downhill. Like now it was eighteen six at half time, so the Tigers were in the game. But as per usual, like the tries for the like this is the times for the tries for the Chooks. There was the thirty third minute into the forty six straight after half time, forty nine. So two tries in three minutes, bit of a gap, and then another two tries in the sixty eighth and seventy two minutes. Like yeah. that's how. They score on bunnies. And that's what kills teams. And they're so good at it. And, like, they didn't miss a beat today. No friend this week. So, like, they just they never missed a beat. But, like, that's what we've come to expect with the Chooks. Like, they're just going to be one of the better teams who are going to be at the top of the ladder every single week or every single year, to be fair. But, yeah, Tigers were woeful. Campbelltown actually had better drainage than... Bank West. It was fantastic. Mate, Bank West is wank. Bank <laughs> West. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's, I don't even think it's that good of a stadium. Come on. Let's no, just be no, serious. No, no, no. I, I think with what it is, with what Sydney is, I think how it's been built and where it's been built, it's not too bad. It's actually one of the better. Should we have an off-the-back fence um, trip to <laughs> Bank an West? excursion, do you reckon? A research trip. ATO pay- an ATO. Um, <laughs> I don't, we don't even have an ABN. I don't think we can do that just yet. But <laughs> I don't want to go to Sydney, regardless. Um, yeah, there was, yeah, there was, right. yeah, there's not too much else. To, like the Chooks of the Chooks, Morris scoring a hat trick is really good. Uh, one bad thing to come out of this, and it really pisses me off too, is people messaging players saying they ruined their multi. Like Josh, it was Josh oh, wow. Morris of all people, probably one of the nicest blokes in the football community. He copped an absolute spray for some dickhead on Instagram saying, you wait until you, that team bus rolls back to the home field. I'm going to be waiting for you. Like, who says that? Yeah, like I threatened, I threatened Wilds, but I threatened it like in my own house and I don't tweet <laughs> yeah, it. Well, I was like, you fucking cowboys. Really yeah, dead. exactly. You don't go on. Like, it's a 17-man sport. And at the same time, you've got the issue gambling. If you can't handle losing, yeah, if you're- go away. Yeah, I can handle losing. I'll lose every that's week. That's how so. we do it. That's how we keep coming back. Like that's that's how yeah. we do. Final game of the round. It just cl- it just clicked over as soon as we started recording. But the Canberra Raiders uh, beat the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks twelve to ten at Nastrada Jubilee Stadium or Cogra, as we like to call it. Two tries apiece. No conversions by the Sharks. One penalty goal by Chad Townsend, but two. Missed attempts at goal by Chad Townsend in the last five minutes. One was for a try. One was for a penalty in the last minute. From the same exact position, he hooked it both times. Couldn't happen to a nicer bloke, I would say. Anyway. Yeah. So, Chad, watch you going left or right? Which side? Well, that's the thing. He has, he has, a, he has a natural <laughs> hook. He's right-footed, so you sort of have a natural hook. What did you get? Like, you... I had a natural hook. I just, like, if I was kicking from the left-hand side, I'd always have the first goalpost. Other way around. From the right-hand side. Yeah, no, yeah. it's simple. Oh, so I'm not exactly the smartest person. Neither am I, but here we are. <laughs> uh, tries to Sebastian Chris. I'm pretty sure I said that. I'm, I did. Yeah, you did. You Actually, that brings... I think I called it um, Val Holmes. Two tries. Did I call it Val No, nah, he only yeah. got one. It, so I, 
No. So oh, that actually, I just one. forgot. I forgot about that. But yeah, I picked Sebastian Chris to get a try anytime try scorer. He actually got first try. But either way, I actually that bumps me up to fifty percent. There we go. You can win. You, you can live off that. Um. So Sebastian Chris Hudson Young in the first half, and the the Raiders apparently they were just fighting for their life in the second half. Uh, not much to this game. Like Will Kennedy scored a great try for the Sharks off a Townsend kick. Uh, Dugan scored an absolute pinball try at the very end to get very close. Yeah, a bit of a nothing game to finish off the round. So I haven't got too much on that. I just boy, I boycott Sharks games as a whole. <laughs> is that a ScoMo thing or is that just in general? Um, just a thing in general. I just don't just like. Just don't it. like. Yeah. I- the, jer- the jersey angers me, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should have also mentioned the last round, last game too. Uh, it was Luke Brooks's 150th in the league. Surprising that he's been around so long. Um, and also it was uh, Wade Graham's 250th game for the Sharks or 250th game in the league, not for the Sharks, I should say. He started off at the Panthers at a 17-year-old. He would obviously have more games in the bank if he didn't have such bad injuries. I know he had knee issues last couple of years, so congratulations to them on making their milestones. Obviously, not getting the uh, chocolates this round. We're going to final. We're going to finish this round review with the Friday night game because it is our team, and there's a lot of talking points out of this because I did watch the Queensland Cup clash today, where a lot of Broncos players were playing. And a lot of Broncos fans are already calling for um, certain players to be included. Yes. So the Gold Coast Titans, 28. The Brisbane Broncos, 16, down at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. Uh, good crowd, good conditions. Uh, Friday was the only day of the weekend. There was no rain, essentially, up here on the southeast. Uh, I don't know where to start. David Fafita was fantastic. Like You give him early ball, he is going to trample anybody. Jared, Jared Wallace yeah. scoring first try also hurts me a lot. That was yeah. terrible. Another player with yeah. go. Like halftime was 22 to 4. We died in the ass because three tries were scored in that eight-minute period just before the half. For feeder at the 32nd. The try that hurt me the most was that fucking kick one. That's the one yeah. that hurt. I sh- There's... There's not much to say. Like I was very hopeful. Like hopeful after the uh, the Parramatta game. Like obviously we got we ran out of steam due to injury. So different scenario this week. Uh, we just didn't. We didn't match up. In the no, first that half. was all it was because we we came back in the second half. We played well. Yeah, I just. I think the positive out of this though is that there's like Kevy's not pulling any punches in the press conferences. Like they were like they they. they yeah. We're not seeing the Seabold thing of, all. Oh, there's the system. We believe in the system. Kevy's – Kevy is, looks like he's – He's hurting too, I think. Going to play a bit hard note. He's yeah. hurting too because I think he has a lot of faith in this team. But like we've mentioned, off, like, are they are – they, is this team – because a lot of them have been around the last two years, especially since Seabold came around. Have they grown? Yeah. I think I was talking to a friend off um, on Saturday. They, the Broncos had a uh, like an open day, a couple of Kia sites around Brisbane, and a few of them actually met. Uh, well, he met with a few of them, and like the biggest thing that he got out of the talking to these players were like they're very down to earth, they're very up for a chat, which is what they're supposed to do in these kind of scenarios. But the big thing that he pulled away from it was they were hurting after the eight minute period. Other than that, they've had full belief that they could stick with them, which is good to know. Like it's not they're not going to roll over and die, like they have been the last couple of years. 
Like as soon as the going gets tough, heads drop. And whether or not it's the selection of the team, like there's definitely been players that have been like spitting the dummy out, not getting their run or whatever it is. But yeah, Titans, credit to them. They were fantastic on on Friday night. They just handled it. They handled it very well. That three that three try blitz just before halftime really broke our back. So there's not too much else we can say about it. We just couldn't get anything going. But yeah, that's yeah. It's like they've got it. We've. I don't know about this carry four forwards on the bench. Like I want. Well, let's bring it into now. Like that Q Cup game we've been yeah. talking about, the South Slogans Burley Bears game. We South had Corey Pakes, Albert Kelly, Corey Tom Oates, Dearden. Carmichael Hunt, and Tom Dearden yeah. playing for him. Like you could, like Tom Dearden basically said he he put his hand up and said, "Pick, let's pick me now because I'm ready for this." Um, Carmichael Hunt looked amazing at playing at centre. Probably won't be up to centre speed in the NRL, but. Good impact player to have off the bench. If we have an injury in the back line, can slide in the back line, can play as a ball playing lot. And just experience. Like I know we've I know we've got yeah. Alex Glenn as the captain, but you can't beat what Carmichael's hunt done over three codes in Australia, all at the top level, essentially. No. He he Bring someone who was the last what was around when we were last one of Yeah, exactly right. Like he like as good as Ben Teo is it for experience, he's just not up for it. Like I'm I'm happy to say that I, I was very happy. He's good batter in Ram. He's a very good batter in Ram. Yeah, Ram-ram. but that's not what we need. Like we just need that positivity kind yeah. of thing. <sighs> but yeah, even yeah. surprising today, another another surprising um, player for South Logan today was Kevin Locke. Like thicker than yeah. a bowl of oats, mate. But God, he played well. He he he's put on a yeah. bit of pa- so- he's put on a bit of bloody kilos, and he played like. Today, if anybody did get a chance to watch the Q Cup game on KO Freebies or on Q Cup or wherever you get your Queensland Cup on a Sunday, as soon as the kickoff, it was fine. And then within two minutes, it was torrential rain for the next 78 minutes. The South Slogan don't have a grandstand. So at halftime, the cherry picker with the main TV camera had to be taken down due to lightning. So the second half was basically watching it from a bench point of view. If you love park football, holy crap, that is what you need. Press red. But from that performance, Tom Dearden, I'm pretty sure, got man of the match. Yep. Kevy was at the ground this afternoon watching watching this game because obviously the amount of Broncos that were um, in the side. Oates yeah. played well on the wing. I think Oates' best position is on the wing. He... As much as he pisses and yeah. moans about being in the second row or wanting to be in the second row, he he's still young enough to be on and the still be one of the best. Like at once, he's got speed. at one stage yeah. in his career, he was on track to be like a like all time try scorer, like in the top five at least. Yeah, obviously the last couple of years he's gone downhill, but that's not to say I think his thoughts have been elsewhere. Because I think he got in his head he wanted to be a yeah. second roller. I, I think. Your boy Brody Croft, I can't, I can't do it anymore. No, yeah, no. You, um, you've you've backed the wrong horse. Um, yeah, I backed the wrong horse, and it's it's he what you 
one guy's posted on Fox Sports, why not just drop both halves and play Carmichael Clark at five? He's a rugby union five yeah, I like even Albert Kelly today was pretty good. Like he was capping inside for South Logan. He was fantastic also considering the conditions. Like South threw the ball around really well in the in how wet it was. But Yeah. Like that's that's where people like people, that that guy mentioned that comment on Facebook. It's not a dumb comment. Carmichael Hunt was a good rugby union. He was. I don't know. I, it's a very tricky one. I think this week will be very, very big in how our season's going to go. I think yeah. if Kevy doesn't... Kevy picks his team again. Yeah, he'll and pick we it lose again. the Bulldogs. Oh, boy, I wouldn't want to be at Red Hill on Monday morning Oh, bugger Red week. Hill on Monday. It'll be Saturday or Sunday. They'll get straight back into it, but... <sighs> I'm, not, I know, I'm really not looking forward to being at the Storm game. Uh, it'll be it'll be the day before. Actually, it could be it could be the term. It could be the term because the Storm they were good, but they weren't that good on Thursday evening. But that's the round two preview anyway. A lot to a lot to digest. Obviously, for, it's been great. Round one of the Queensland Cup. I'll just do a quick wrap. Uh, winning Manly Seagulls beat Papua New Guinea Hunters twenty to eight. Tweed beat Central Queensland Capras 28-18, to which is quite surprising. I thought the Capras would get absolutely smashed. Northern Pride beat the Sunshine Coast Falcons 28-12. Unfortunate out of that game, Jared Mullins returned to the game after a couple of years uh, of a drug ban. Dislocated shoulder could, could be a mix of either, two, was it three to six weeks if it's not a break or, it's a, or, or nine nah, months? It was, he, he, it, the shoulder didn't go into two hours after. Ooh, that. Leaving right, the field. That could be. That's six months. Could there be up go. to. Uh, other games. Uh, Townsville Blackhawks beat the Ipswich Jets at Ipswich, forty-six to twelve. North Devils, uh, forty. North East Tigers or Brisbane Tigers, as they like to be rebranded now. Ten. Uh, Reese Walsh, as mentioned, twenty points on his uh, men's debut. Please come and play for the Broncos. That's another thought. Uh, the Red Cliff, yeah. Redcliffe Dolphins thirty, Mackay Carter's twenty eight, uh, and then obviously this afternoon's game at Davies Park, South Logan thirty sixth, Burley Bears twenty. So football's back in all full swing. New South Wales Cup it happened, but I haven't watched any of that. No, we it's just, no one really cares about New South Wales. <laughs> Not Cup. in our friends group anyway. I don't think so. We'll move on to the AFL now. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch much over the weekend. I know. I watched a bit more than I normally do. Well, then you can lead this. <laughs> I can lead this. So we start with round one. Um, the Tigers just too good against the um, Carlton Blues. I spent a little bit of tidbit. I spent Tuesday, uh, Thursday uh, working at Icon Park. Big shithole of a suburban field. Right. Go on. Um. Friday night's game, the Pies versus the Doggies. The pie, uh, Doggies kicked away early and then the Pies climbed back, but the Doggies ended up showing through, so that was another tick for Very me good. for tipping. Um, didn't see this game, but Melbourne beat Fremantle at the G. Another tick for the tipping. You went Fremantle there. The surprise of the round, really, is the Crows beating the um, Cats Only 12 Adelaide. points, though, so not an overly big upset. No, they were they were at um, three quarter time. They were a fair way apart. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a point where they really dragged apart. Ah, uh, no, half time. There were the crows were eleven seven against the uh, cats. Five right, five. so they were a bit behind. 
Fair enough, yeah. then. Um, the comeback of the round would go to Hawks against the Bombers. D's at no. Marvel Stadium on Saturday night. That's the, the game Bombers. Come on, mate. Oh, Bombers. That's a... Um, <laughs> um, that was um, the game I watched in most entirety while I was sitting at a friend's house watching, um, having a Saturday, after, Saturday night. Lovely. And then the other upset would have been the Sydney Swans um, led by Jake Lloyd with uh, um, he had 20, 24 disposals against um, the Brisbane Lions with Good news of Joe Danaher kicking his first two for the team, um, but also landing himself on a report with a vicious, el- yeah, a little vicious little elbow. I did, I did elbow, see that. Yeah. And then today's games, um, we had the Port Adelaide Power beating the Kangaroos. No surprise there. The Giants and Saints playing a tight one with the um, Saints getting up by eight. Up in Giant Stadium, is that where's Giant? That's Stadium? in that's in Western that's in Western Sydney. Yeah. yeah, and then um, just the game that just finished now, West Coast Eagles beating the Gold Coast Suns by 25. But the Gold Coast Suns were up by what, seven points going into the final yeah, quarter. positive signs for the coast anyway. And that is, that is your <laughs> AFL wrap from Victoria. <laughs> there, or that, there you go. Now going forward, you're good to go. Uh, other news over the weekend, um, NBA – uh, results after the uh, the All Star break haven't been what they are, but I think the biggest news out of today was uh, LeBron James going down with a high ankle sprain, out indefinitely. I don't know what to make of it because obviously I don't know if Ant Davis is back for the Lakers as of yet. So the team's going to have to be carried by Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, and a few of those other players. So he did travel to Phoenix though with the team, so that could be. I think there was a stat the other day where he, I think he's done the, the same ankle before, but in total he's only missed a t- like a max of three games. So you take it or leave it. Obviously, LeBron will go into a hyperbaric chamber, sort himself out, be ready to go probably within a week. It'll be, it, it won't be surprising if he does come back stronger and just goes absolutely ballistic. Yeah. Like, but um, and then you, you had your March Madness yeah. for the – uh, so I got up early. I got up early. How, how uh, early? Five o'clock. I couldn't get. I couldn't make myself to get up at two a.m. like I thought I was. Yeah, but it is a lot of basketball. But I, I, I did. My bracket's still alive somewhat in my like comp. I'm going pretty well. Uh, obviously, it got busted pretty early. Just a fun tip for everybody, and this is what I was talking about uh, on the last episode. The March Madness tournament is like renowned for upsets. So obviously, one seed's getting beaten by sixteen seeds. Two's being beaten by fifteen. Just a fun stat is this will be the third time after results. This over the first two days will be the third time in history. The other two times were two thousand and sixteen and thirteen that there's been a one to fifteen seed that has won a first round game. And it'll be the first time since 1997 that a 14 seed has the chance to go on to the second weekend. So, yeah, like the biggest story out of the first weekend was uh, 15 seed Oral Roberts University beating Ohio State. Now, that was huge. I watched that game in its entirety. And, and it was another case of people getting on social media and blasting a player for no apparent reason. Like it was just – it's, it's oh, absolute that, yeah. garbage. But 
Yeah, but the the known big teams like Gonzaga, Illinois, Baylor, they all Villanova, they got up. Like I think, other than that, there wasn't too much. Oh, Christine, oh, Christine Abilene got up today against right. th- a third seed Texas. Like it was good. Out of everything, I went. I think I ended up with twenty two out of thirty two picks. Like I did pretty well. Um, yeah, it's better than my <laughs> Um Also, like. <laughs> The um, first six-point game of the Premier League season was overnight. Um, the old six-point pre- um, game is where you have two teams fighting for relega- fighting out for relegation. Where if you win, technically you take another three points off a team because they have to beat you ah. again. It was Brighton Hove Albion versus Newcastle with um, Brighton getting up by three goals to nil. And then in the um, FA Cup, we had this. The oil money of Manchester City um, climbing into the semi-finals. Who really cares? They can buy as many trophies they want, but they can't buy class yep. in history. Um, Southampton beating Bournemouth, the only um, non-Premier League team in the comp left. And then tonight's games going into Monday morning is Chelsea against Sheffield United. Probably going to tip Chelsea since Thomas Tuchel <laughs> has come into power. Chelsea have looked quite formidable. And... Um, Leicester versus Manchester United. I'm picking Leicester because I fucking hate Manchester United. <laughs> I think Chelsea's on a bit of a tear under two. Is it Tuchel or Tuchel? I'm yeah, well, he is French, isn't he? Yeah, there we go. Um, and then we'll talk about. Do you want to talk about Tottenham just shitting the bed completely and Donimo? I, I, I don't. I, yeah, yeah no. It, I was expecting that. Like as a, as a, as, as a Spurs drawing. fan, I'm expecting that to happen. Like we threw two nil up in the leg and you, getting absolutely done. You just don't you just don't win trophies. We'll win it. We're, you're a small shut up. You're a small club. You're a small club trying to be. A we're, big club. we're a big club. Liverpool got Liverpool got Real Madrid, and I am tipping a great couple of nights of Champions League football. Yeah, coming I think up. Chelsea's got a bit of a decent run into the semi finals here. They've got Porto, I think. Yeah, mate, and Porto and Chelsea are in a Liverpool draw, so <laughs> it could happen again. Stay away from yeah. Bayern. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, full heavy metal German fucking Deutschland. God, God they're going to be hard to beat. Lewandowski. Le- oh, mate, I hope Bayern play Man City. Just fuck, give it to him. <laughs> just give him a good old fashioned buggering. <laughs> Other than that, mate, there's not too much else on my list. Anything that we've missed? No, I don't really care about India England playing cricket apart from that great catch Chris Jordan did and being a bit, um, audio um, media, we can't really describe a catch, so <laughs> that's about it. If you want to see the highlights, you can go on Fox Sports. <laughs> oh, good stuff, mate. I've got nothing else here, so I think we'll wrap it up. Thanks again for listening, guys. As always, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. You can do so at Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're going. Yeah, I'm once again exhausted after a big round of football. It sucks that the actually it doesn't suck. You know why? Because football's on every bloody screen I can find these days. It's so good. It's good, and it's just world's the world's healing itself. Um, we got some interesting betting coming up. The slip, Golden Slipper has been was postponed over the weekend, so we had that coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, now, hopefully. And then um, my magical surfing multis will also be popping Ooh. up. So stay tuned. There we go. That. And actually, something you do know that in football, not rugby league. <laughs> uh, right. 
I know ice hockey. We haven't talked hockey. about ice hockey on this pod for a long time. We yeah, might, we, that's just a, it's a it's a hard thing to describe. When we get to Stanley Cup, yeah, we'll start. Yeah, once the playoffs kick in, we'll be going from that. All righty, thanks again for listening, guys. Say goodbye, Coonsie. Goodbye, guys. See you on Thursday. <laughs> thanks again, guys. We will speak to you. <laughs> we'll speak to you guys on Thursday. Hey,